are listening to Our Anxiety Stories, the Anxiety Canada podcast with John Bateman. Check out anxietycanada.com for more totally free anxiety resources, including our app MindShift CBT. My next guest here is uh, Mark Virgin. Mark, can you hear me? I can. How are you? It's great to have you here. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I, I uh, am starting out all interviews uh, on this day on our anxiety stories with the basic question, what's your anxiety story? Okay. Well, um, it really, it, it's been a lifelong journey contending with anxiety, which, uh, you know, when I was a kid, my mother always referred me to me as a, a worry wart, uh, which was... Um, something that uh, I think I inherited probably from her, um, mm-hmm. and it ended up um, becoming something that I functioned at a pretty high level with. I, uh, I was very, uh, in some respects, proud <laughs> of, of the fact that I would uh, drive myself um, forward, propel myself, if you will particularly in my professional uh, life by ensuring that I worried about the details. I practice law Mm -hmm. and lawyers are very, very much uh, a group that are competitive and we don't like to admit any failings. Um, And of course, having a, a vulnerability like Anxiety is not something that you're going to be quick to disclose, and instead you start to gird yourself and believe that this is something that uh, is helping you in terms of your performance in the workplace. And I had done that for a very long time until at one point it started to become crippling, and I had to acknowledge the fact that this was something that I was not managing well. And it turned out in my areas of practice, one of which is dealing with uh, injury cases, I work a lot with psychiatrists and approached one of them that I had a very good working relationship with and confessed the fact that I was contending with this issue and, uh, and that I needed help. And that's what led me to uh, actually pursue cognitive behavioral therapy, and from there, uh, the rest is history. I, I, I finally had to acknowledge just how much anxiety was controlling my life, and I wasn't controlling it. So, that's the short version. Yeah. Um, so, how did it, you know, you, you, you were aware of something when you were younger, of being a worry wart, like you say. Um, and I, I was, of course, given the same kind of moniker from time to time. Um, uh, how did it manifest then compared to how it manifested once you kind of got your career rolling? Because you have a, a very intensive career. Um, you know, obviously a lawyer is an intensive career. You're very active in a lot of other aspects of your life as well. Uh, what kind of symptoms were you experiencing when you, when you realized it had gone too far? I found that I was getting episodes where I became housebound. I just could not contend with going to the workplace 
And by this point in time, when it ultimately materialized at a, at a, a truly crippling level, uh, I had built up a practice of 30 people, and they would, it, it was overwhelming. And I, uh, as you probably heard from others today, I was scenario building in my mind. I couldn't, I just couldn't leave the house. It right. was really debilitating. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I was highly effective at concealing from others. The, the fact, though, that I couldn't go into work on some occasions was a major red flag. And I, I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to continue on that way. But what was, I think, most distressing for me, John, was that I had been a very long time since I had actually felt what I would describe as a joyful experience, like a, hap- a happiness level that was joy. Mm-hmm. That, to me, was actually pretty sad uh, to, to recognize in myself. And I had every reason externally to be happy. Right. You know, I, I, I had achieved every mark of success in most people's eyes, yeah. but I didn't have joy. Yeah. And I finally had to acknowledge that it's because of anxiety that I was depriving myself of that. Yeah, and that's so, one of the that's one of the very common uh, you know things that people mistake is that that success, whether it's you know, financial or whether it's so whether you're a celebrity, whatever your success might be, that that means that you're immune. And I think so many people don't understand that fact that that does not mean that at all. Precisely. Mm-hmm. Precisely. It, 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 it was one of the things that I have to say in, in the end game uh, was the best outcome I could possibly imagine was when I finished and called graduated from CBT and I I actually felt joy again yeah. it was so overwhelming I mean I, I truly wept with joy because I'd gotten that that sense of happiness back and it was profound in terms of the impact for me yeah and that's certainly you know in my experience that's part of the frustration is looking around and you know, your you, your kids are there. You know, your wife is there. Your house is there, and not feeling joy. You know, you're watching favorite hockey team, whatever it is, and not feeling it. For me, that's a very frightening feeling. Yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and I I'm very careful to ensure that I tell people it's not that I don't have anxiety anymore. I still have anxiety, but I now have the tools that allow me to function without the kinds of impediments that were being created by my anxiety previously. Um, You know, one thing I'm wondering about, you know, with your opening up and, you know, sort of your advocacy and letting people know that you've been having, that you, that you have this condition, did, did you do that within your, you know, your peer group and your, you know, my perception of the law, the law, the business in law, and my grandfather was a lawyer and it's probably very different from then, but that it's kind of, it's kind of that there's this, you know, mentality of strength, uh, mental strength. And uh, did you kind of come clean with all your, your, your partners and the people that you work with or work for? 
I did, you know, it's become something that I truly believe is important to share with my peers, as well as I've got a number of friends who are judges, and uh, as you are probably well aware, one of our Supreme Court of Canada justices has come forward and spoken openly about the fact that he suffers from depression and anxiety. Yeah. And I think that people who are leaders in the community are uh, doing a disservice if they don't acknowledge and, and uh, let others know that they too are sufferers of or have been sufferers of anxiety and, and mental illness. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not a sign of weakness if you, particularly um, once you've disclosed and you're able to go and obtain the right help and access resources. And, you know, that, that was one of the things I felt so fortunate yeah. in being able to do. Yeah. Because I had access to resources. Yeah. I actually, t- just today, was trying to share with our office the fact that there are free online resources from places such as Anxiety Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's one of the reasons I'm such a proponent for Anxiety Canada and involved because yeah, you're, you're actually I want people yeah. to have more access. And, uh, and, and I think that when you open up about the fact that you have experienced these types of issues, uh, people people respect you. I've been actually rem- remarkably pleased with the reception that I've gotten when I've gone out and shared with others my story. It, it was quite uh, telling when we did the launch of the new MindShift app mm-hmm. earlier this year, and I went on stage and, and told a brief little um, snippet of my story about having had anxiety as counsel and how it was something that lawyers are so hesitant to share and that I had had years of not having the type of joy that I now experience and had actually individuals from um, very well-known national law firms come up to me at the event and Mm -hmm. say with tear-filled eyes that they too had had this type of an experience but hadn't heard others speak of it in the profession. And we've actually, a few of us have made it our objective to make sure that more of these stories are told. Yeah. I, I even had a group yeah. um, together at a conference on Thursday of last week, and two of our presenters were there on uh, mental health for lawyers. We, mm-hmm. We've got such a tremendous problem with mental health issues being um uh, Concealed in our profession yeah. for the very reason that you described that there's yeah. this focus on having the strong veneer of being impervious to anything and including um, mental health issues. Yeah. I think it's an imperative that we go through um, an, an education process with members of the bar and help them understand that it's okay to concede that you've been suffering with mental health issues and to, it's okay to go and find out how to get help 
Yeah, you, you, you know, people like you uh, coming forward with your with your message and, and the way you advocate is really important. And I really appreciate you uh, being a part of our, our event today. It's been incredibly insightful and very helpful, Mark. Thanks very much. Well, thank you so much, Don, for doing such an awesome job today and doing the interviews and for giving us your time. It's much appreciated. Thank you so much. No problem. Have a great evening. Thanks for listening to Our Anxiety Stories, the Anxiety Canada podcast with John Bateman. Check out anxietycanada.com for more anxiety resources, including our app MindShift CBT. And if you like what you hear, please consider making a donation. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Until next time.